Happy holidays and welcome to a brand new episode of Those Geeks You Know. This is Casey and I have with me Bob. Yes, sir. Lauren. Hey, all. And Dave. Yes, sir. Oh my gosh, it's been a it's been a hot COVID minute. Hot second. <laughs> since ho, ho, ho. This is this is exciting, guys, because uh, this is the last like episode for 2020 for Don't Forget a Towel and our podcast. So hey. we're I ending on a medium note. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't set the standards too high. <laughs> the bar has been set and it's not that high, but it has been a while because this is the longest year of our entire lives. So I couldn't even tell you the last time we recorded. Could have been in 2010, for all I know. <laughs> it was early the 2000. Longest two weeks. Longest two weeks of my life. Yeah, yeah. You work retail, so yes, I'm quite sure it is. I just, I just meant, you know, it was only supposed to be like two weeks. Oh, and now it's a year. Yeah. I get you. Um, so today's episode is about Christmas. Um, whether you celebrate it or you're just aware of the ads or the Hallmark movies or whatever, but we're going to be talking about our favorite holiday movies, probably Christmas movies. Uh, maybe not. I don't know. Maybe there's a good Kwanzaa flick in there. I don't know. Um, actually, I don't know if there is a good Kwanzaa flick. If there was, I've never seen it. Untapped market. But we can talk about Eight Crazy Days or Nights, whatever that yeah, is. Yeah, Nights. Yeah. That was a good movie. Can we can we get the debate out of the way of what's a Christmas movie just up front? Is your question, is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Is that your debate that you're going for? So takes place, revolves around, or has to do with Christmas. It's a Christmas movie. Yeah. That's that's extended to basically any movie where you have a scene of snow is suddenly now a Christmas movie. Listen, I will concede that you can have Die Hard as a Christmas movie and you can have Batman Returns and Gremlins and Edward Scissorhands and all this other happy jazz because it takes place during the snowy time of year. But when we're referring to Christmas movies, generally we're referring to movies that center around the holiday of Christmas, which Die Hard and those other movies do not. It's not true, isn't it? Um, the- there's a Santa Claus in Die Hard. <laughs> yeah. Like if I took if I did a what? if I did a re-edit of Die Hard and removed the Santa Claus, the movie is the exact same movie. But I'm if you- sorry, there's Christmas music. There is it's Christmas lights. It's a Christmas party. It takes place on Christmas. Like you can't re-edit Die Hard to not have Christmas in it, or else Absolutely you just have not. a dude who 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 gets on a plane. And then all of a sudden he jumps off a building and then that's it. <laughs> right. Cause all the middle would go away. It's, I mean, I, I'll concede that Gremlins is a Christmas movie because the whole point of it is it's a Christmas gift that's being exchanged. But it could just be any old holiday party. It could be it could be a, a summer party in Die Hard, and the movie could still take place. That's true, it could, but it's not. So like you're talking about a Christmas movie. movie. But that's, my, Christmas. My, my point is is that in my eyes. Mm-hmm. A true Christmas movie is a movie where the center point of Christmas cannot be removed from the movie. You can't remove Christmas from a wonderful life. It's it's not it's not it's not you a movie anymore. Also, c- cannot remove Christmas from Die Hard. Oh, I d- we, I would love to one see of us you edit right, it out. And one of us is you. Oh my gosh, 
This is ridiculous. Anyway, um, you say debate, take it to a vote because, like, I think that Die Hard's a Christmas movie. So I guess Lauren is the decider here. Lauren? No, I'll, yeah, I'll give it to you. So Christmas three. Movie. You're wrong. Thank you. okay. I accept your apology, guys. Three of us are right, and one of us is Bob. <laughs> so as we just started off this episode on a real, real hot, <laughs> hot debate. <laughs> um, what we're going to do is, uh, you know, we'll go around and if you have a Christmas movie, however it is you view it, um, you know, we can talk about it. And also, you know, we'll have some sprinklings in there of just what, you know, what the holidays mean to you and maybe some some traditions that you had or like some really sweet gifts that you got or, you know what I mean? Like, um that sort of thing. So we'll have a good, a good talk uh, going down nostalgia lane. Uh, so Bob's starting off. We're going to have him start off because why not? <laughs> why not? I appreciate why that. not. So I have, I have a couple Christmas movies that I really enjoy. Ones that like are my go-to every year. I mean, I think you know, me and Casey have had several conversations about certain movies that you just have to ra- watch around certain holidays. Um, trick or treat. I know is one for both of us for Halloween. When it comes to Christmas, for whatever reason, I just I have to watch Scrooged, the Bill Murray movie from 1988. It's one of my favorite movies. I, the The story of a Christmas Carol has been told a billion times, and um, there are some really good renditions out there. But ultimately, I like this one the best because I think the modern approach, the slightly different type of story that it tells. Um, I think it's Bill Murray at his peak, you know, coming off of a hiatus since uh, the first Ghostbusters. He was only in a few guest spots um, for like four years before this movie is really credited for bringing his career back. He's, he's great in the movie. I, I like the the cab driver. I like the, you know, shotgun blast through the office. Um, and I like the modern take. So it, it, that's, that to me is the Christmas movie I have to watch every year. What's funny is when it got to me, I was going to ask everybody to list their favorite Christmas, uh, yeah, their Christmas Carol rendition, uh, and Scrooge was going to be mine. So that's funny. I agree. I think it's a it's a great movie. It's not one that immediately came to mind, but when I kind of sat and thought about it, I watch it every year. It's always on. I happen to usually catch it like in the middle of it or something, but it's. Yeah, I, I do very much enjoy this movie. I also think that Bill Murray, um, especially lately, has become kind of a caricature of what he of what he used to be. I mean, he's still a great actor. I still love seeing him in stuff, but he's kind of built up this. Um, I don't even know this kind of persona in movies, and I think this is one of the few movies you see him. Number one, he's he's not really playing a good guy for most of the movie. He's kind of an asshole. No, not at all. And he's not, you know, like I, I, Robin Williams is a prime example. Robin Williams was kind of over the top in a lot of his movies, and he had that persona. And then you, you you catch a few of these movies where he's not in that normal persona, and I think that's what Scrooge is for Bill Murray. He's doing really, he's a really great actor in the movie, but he's not his typical persona. He's kind of playing a different sort of character than he normally does, and I, I really enjoyed that. I feel like he plays the same character as he does in Groundhog Day, to be honest with you. Like, yeah. I think like because they're both dicks and they're both sarcastic and they both have a bah humbug 
feeling to yeah. them. So I, I actually think he's the same character that he is in Groundhog Day and Scrooge. Not that there's anything wrong with that, because I actually love both movies, though I love Groundhog Day more. Um, but I wanted to give a shout out to in Scrooge is Danny Elfman soundtrack. Mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> because I, I, I don't know. Is it 1988? Yep. Okay, so if if that is the case, and I'm not going to say that you're wrong, you're right. Um, it was like Pee Wee's Big Adventure and then like Scrooged. And then 89 is Batman. <laughs> so it's like Danny Elfman was just Oingo Boingo. Tim, Tim Burton just liked him. And then all of a sudden it's like, you know what, though? <laughs> let's, uh, let's have you do this superhero soundtrack, which... If you guys have ever heard, I know I'm the soundtrack guy, but there's a show, there's a podcast called The Soundtrack Show, which is really cool. It goes through uh, movie, TV, video game soundtracks as well, like on your favorite soundtrack, like Back to the Future, Star Wars, Indiana Jones, all that kind of stuff, too. But he does a whole Danny Elfman one, and it's, it's fantastic. So anyway, yeah, I agree. Scrooge is great. I agree. I think Bill Murray is a god and an underappreciated god, but... Scrooged is definitely one of my favorite Christmas movies. Bill Murray has become notorious in Hollywood for his inability to commit to being in a movie, which I think is just hilarious. I mean, I, I don't know how he's become as big as he as he is for a guy who doesn't have a, a cell phone. Yeah, it's <laughs> true. Um, he doesn't have a cell phone. You have to call and leave him a message. He won't sign a contract to be in the movie. He'll just tell you when he's going to show up and record. And for that reason, he's been linked to a lot of movies that he actually doesn't wind up in because either the studio or the director, or the producers get cold feet and need to need somebody, you know, set in concrete. Um, I, I just I think it's I think it's great, you know, for a guy who has made it in Hollywood to say, I'm going to do this on my terms. And if you don't like it, then that's fine. Go with somebody else. It's kind of like Steve Buscemi. Like he has a lot of stories like that about just doing what he wants to do. And then he stopped acting for a while, like during nine 11 and all that, like just cool that they can be real people and they don't just fall victim to like the Hollywood, uh, allure, I guess of having to do everything that everyone else wants you to do. He does movies that he wants to do, which is good. Unless it's Garfield. Need <laughs> for that. <laughs> we like, don't like, talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> That's still like one of my favorite lines in Zombieland uh, when he is dying, and he's like, "Do you have any regrets?" And he's like, "Garfield." Maybe Garfield. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I guarantee you, he got paid to do Garfield. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he did. Um. All right, that was a good one, Bob. Uh, Lauren, you're next. Um, my go-to holiday movie, and this is just one of those that I remember growing up. It was just if it's snowing out and it's close to if it's after Thanksgiving, a year without a Santa Claus was always on, and I still to this day absolutely love that movie. Uh, Heat Miser, Snow Miser, some of the best songs in there. So. Yeah, that's probably one of my favorites. One of my go-tos. I I'm I, sorry that that on. whole <laughs> one of the that whole run of of Claymation. 
I, I never got into any of them. You have that one. You have the Rudolph one. The, the isn't there a Frosty one too? Yeah. yeah. I, I just also, never got into any of those. I also never got into them. But Kate is obsessed with claymation. Like she is odd. Like I forgot what movie came out. Like while we were still working at Family Video, there was a newer kind of animated movie that had claymation, and she used to always watch it. And she's like Paranorman. obsessed. I think it might have been yeah. or Coraline. Yeah, Coraline. She's obsessed with claymation so motion animation in dating her i had to watch those christmas those the christmas ones and now we now i've grown to really like them and the girls love them we have like the blu-rays with them on it even we watch we watch them all the time that was actually on my list just because like it's one of the first christmas movies that my daughters both liked and asked to watch so it's not just like hey put something on they don't understand what it is they just know it's like christmas related like they want to watch that, they want to see Bumble, they want to do all that stuff. So that's why it's on my list. So I agree, those are classics. I, I don't mind claymation. It's not it's not the claymation part of it. I think it's just the fact that those are so dated that you know. I mean, the claymation is very stoppy. Um, I, I remember being a kid and thinking those are you know old. Um, I, I understand they have a huge following. I know a lot of people like them. They, I just not something I ever liked. I get it. It's not for everyone. What is outdated of the story of Santa Claus being too sick to deliver presents? Especially now, especially okay. this year. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, uh, Santa test positive. I, um, it's not year that of Santa Claus, but Rudolph related. Um, I actually got my dad a Yukon Cornelius hmm. uh, Christmas ornament for the tree. He's one right. of the characters. My neighbor across the street has like a four foot tall bumble that lights up on his roof. He puts it up on his roof every year. Um, and this, I think they added Rudolph and someone else, but we have a bumble ornament. So, yeah, those movies are special in our house just because the girls really like them and Kate loves them. So, Bob, do you know who Bumble is? I, I was just about to say, like, I'm, I'm going <laughs> to pretend like I do because I don't want to be the guy who's like, who the hell is Bumble? Um, Google I, it. I, I'm assuming he's a character in the, in the movie. I will I will say this, though. I give the movie a lot of kudos for giving us one of the best lines in Elf. Bye, buddy. Hope you find your dad. Mr. Norwell? Mr. Norwell, because he comes from those movies, right? Yeah, there is a Norwell in those movies, yes. There you go. <laughs> I, um, I actually also do not like them, and my cousin is so mad at me every year because I... <laughs> I've all, ever since I was a kid, I just don't give a shit. And I told him that I will watch them, though I did. They're not on streaming because I was like, I'm going to watch them. And then they're not actually on streaming. So I was like, <laughs> I guess I'm actually not going to do that. <laughs> but <laughs> let me borrow because I I'm it. a huge fan of stop motion animation and claymation. Like I seek that out and you know, as a kid, I remember being like, these are horrible. And I don't I don't know what it was. I don't know if it was like that jingle, jingle, jingle. I am no Chris Kringle. Like, it's not clean by any means. It's like twitchy, kind of like what Bob said. Like, I, but I don't care about like, yeah. that. Like, I, I watch, like, as a child, Sinbad you might. and the 40 Thieves. Like, I like Ray, Ray Harryhausen. Like, those Jason and the Argonauts and, like, that kind of... I don't care about that. You know what I mean? And I know one movie that Lauren and I will both have on our list. We like claymation. It's not that. And I don't care if it's herky jerky. I just remember never 
never getting into it as a kid and here we are <laughs> I, will let you so I guess this is more like nostalgia for me but yeah nostalgia based for me for sure like that yeah. is it's it was just always on one mm-hmm. of those three movies and it was less so frosty for some reason we must not have enjoyed frosty as much but it was um Miser. rudolph yep it was that's a year without santa claus and rudolph and I still, to this day, like, when I talk, I, I don't know about you guys, but I talk in voices for my dogs, because, you know, I'm going insane. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> my dog, when he looks at me, and I'm like, oh, you're so cute, I will respond to him and say, she thinks I'm cute, which is what Rudolph says. There's a line in Rudolph, so, you know. We, we, watch, we watch a lot of Frosty in this house, because it's Harper's favorite, and she's always singing Frosty the Toe Man. And how he's a holly jelly. <laughs> I'm not really sure where the lyrics got lost there, but it's cute because she's <laughs> almost three. So Frosty the Toe Man is a mighty, is a jolly, jolly acorn. And I <laughs> sing it every day. So you're just making all, your own memories over there. Exactly. Yeah, we do. So you do with the kids. Uh, Lauren, that is a good one. <laughs> I hate things, even though everybody hates it. It's cool. Hey, Dave loves it. Hey. What Dave? What's yours? My selection is Bad Santa. Oh, yeah. I I, I fucking forgot love, about that movie. I sure. fucking love that movie. The first one. I don't know if I've ever actually sat through and watched like the second one that came out. Um, but yeah, the first one I remember going to the theaters, and I think it came out. I might be wrong. I thought it came out the same year as Elf. Like, cause I I feel like I remember seeing both in theaters around the same time. But I could, like I said, I could be wrong. But I um. Uh, yeah, like I fucking love that movie. Um, I love that it's like darker and it's not like a typical Christmas movie. Um, and I, I just love the humor. Like I was, I, I guess I, I guess part of it is probably I was surprised. Like I didn't think they were gonna go as R as they did, and they hold nothing back in that movie. And it's very, very, very R. So I, uh, I just love it, and it's one of my favorite Christmas movies. And I watch it every year, and I own it on Blu-ray, and it's uh, in the regular rotation. And you were right. It is 2003, same year as Elf. Oh, didn't you shake your head at me at first? I shook my head at Bad Santa, but you were right about the year. <laughs> I remember I saw both, like, I would say within the same week. And we were trying to figure out which one we liked better. Um, so. I've actually never seen that movie. It's good. It's just very R. It's it's, very- you should, I mean, it's definitely, I... I remember liking it, maybe even liking it a lot, but not enough to like watch it on a yearly basis. Yeah, I, I agree with Casey. I remember liking it. I remember thinking it was a good movie, but it's it wasn't anything that kind of stuck with me. And that you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna make a mental note to own that in my collection and and revisit it. It's in um, my, one... You can borrow it anytime you want to. <laughs> I was going to ask you guys, because you worked, we all worked at Family Video around the same time. Uh, at the same time. At the same Fred, time. Fred Claus. <laughs> I feel like that was one where, again, I don't watch it, but I watched it a lot at Family Video. I'm sorry, <laughs> you guys remember that, that one? There's yeah. a I never watched it except for seeing bits and pieces. It's Vince Vaughn. Yeah, yep. I mean, that is that is literally the premise of the movie. Is what if Santa Claus's brother was Vince Vaughn? Because that's yeah. who he's playing, Vince yeah. Vaughn. 
Yeah. <laughs> it it was good. It was. I feel like that was like don't, kind of a kind don't of. Say it was good. It was okay. It was good for family video because it was like one of the. There's not a lot of movies you can watch. <laughs> that in, is setting the bar like just video. above the ground. A ton of movies that you can actually watch and play while the store is open. So like it was a good family video movie. Yeah. Um, for for the for the listeners, a good family video movie consists of a movie that doesn't curse, mm-hmm. doesn't have nudity, mm-hmm. and you can stand to not go insane watching it seventeen thousand times. You can those Interrupt. are the criteria for a good 000. family video movie. You can, you can you, hear it. Usually, good music helps good family oh, yeah. videos. Yes. I remember uh, there was a there was a uh, Rolling Stone song, "Beast of Burden," that stood out to me in a scene <laughs> from that movie, <laughs> and I love that song. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, bad Santa. Um, so, geez, I will name. I will watch a Christmas story every year um you know my sister and i would always do the 24 hours of a christmas story like at 7 p.m on tnt or whatever it was we were there and it got to a point where our parents were conditioned to also turn it on despite not really liking the movie and maybe it's just because we watched it literally every year for 24 hours so that is horrifying to me and here's why (laughs) When I was a kid, for the record, this is on this is on my list as well, only because of this horrifying memory. When I was a kid, I was you stuck I had to your be, tongue on a flagpole. Yeah, <laughs> I had to be probably about six or seven years old. My sister was three years older than me, which made her about nine or ten. And my mother wanted to watch this movie around Christmas, and we were being typical kids and just being rambunctious and crazy. And she forcefully made us sit down on the couch. Um, and told us, I'm going to turn this movie on. And every time you guys talk, I'm going to rewind it back to the beginning and we're going to watch it over again. Rewind it because it was, you know, a cassette or a VHS rather. She, she did this for almost an entire day. I mean, to the point where I remember getting to the credits and my sister saying, you know, finally, and it went all the way back to the beginning. We watched it all over again. And this is before it was on. 24 hours a day on TBS or or TNT or whatever. So now that people are doing this like you on purpose to themselves, I'm like, you you don't understand the torture you're putting yourself through (laughs) this. This movie is like a traumatic childhood event for me that you are purposely doing to yourself. Horrible. In all fairness, it sounds like you guys did it to yourselves. You could have just know, shut up. Seriously. We're kids. Yeah, right? <laughs> How easy is it to keep a kid quiet? Very candy. If you're watching a movie, it should be cool. Why do you think I yeah. hear whiskey around? <laughs> <laughs> Dave, you raised your hand first. Oh, I did. But I can barely hear you again. Um, I So my memories of this movie are pretty similar to Casey's. It was always my sister and I, um, my sister loves this movie. So like she would always, we'd wait for it to come on with, for the marathon and we would sit and watch it, um, repeatedly. I mean, it, it, to me, this is like the Christmas movie of all Christmas movies. Um, solely because of how rewatchable, how quotable, how many memory, how many memorable lines are in that movie. Um, so, like, if you did, like, a Mount Rushmore of Christmas movies, 
uh, that movie is by far probably the first one that goes on the list to me when I think of Christmas movies. So this is one of two Christmas movies that I know are going to be on multiple people's lists that I think I've just seen one too many times that I am uh, okay if I don't see it anymore. Uh, But it was very entertaining. It was, again, a childhood memory that it was always on. I want to say this is probably my parents' favorite Christmas movie. So, again, it was always on. Um, I did tell Dana the other day that I'm, like, 98% sure that there is a Red Rider BB gun in my grandparents' basement that I've seen. <laughs> and she got really excited. Um, and then... Uh, Dana recently bought a truck, and the first thing that happened when we walked into the dealership is they had a leg lamp right in the fr- in like the window of the shop. It was, so it was, it was pretty, meant to be. pretty awesome. Yeah. Oh yeah. Fra- fragile. Fragile. It's from Italy. Well, we were like, did it come in a wooden crate? And he was like, yeah, it was French. It was fancy, or it, whatever he said. I don't remember. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, Italian. Thank you. Interesting fact about that movie. You know, the father, the character, doesn't have a name. Oh, I heard about this on Facebook the other day from one of my favorite follows for movie knowledge. Uh, Gutsy Media Podcast, yeah. Yeah, okay. So, um, that was mine. So, let's let's go around before you go to another movie. What's a tradition at your house, Bob? Um, So, we have a few. I mean, obviously... As a kid, I had a lot of traditions that I look fondly on. And then as you grow up and have your own family, you tend to merge with your significant other's family and create new traditions. Um, for me, some of my fondest childhood memories is uh, my grandmother lived one house away from us when I was growing up. So on Christmas Eve, the entire family would go to her house. Um, we usually got pizza and wings and then everybody would just hang out. I mean, they were probably about 25 or 30 people that would just mad dash into her house and, and hang out all night. The adults would play cards. Um, but I distinctly remember my cousins would bring their stockings and would open their stockings there at my grandmother's house. And my two cousins, uh, Katie and Courtney, would get a jar of olives in their stocking every year, green olives. And they would sit there and eat like the entire jar. Like it was candy. Like it was the greatest thing ever. And I despise olives probably because of that. And uh, just again, Ew. my my Christmas memories are full of just awful, <laughs> awful things. torment now, and torture. Yeah, I'm just putting these things together now. Um, but yeah, I mean that was always cool. Like we we used to open our stockings on Christmas Eve, which was cool because we got some some cool small gifts. Um, and then just Christmas Day, running downstairs, you know, and and spending an hour opening gifts and and having a big breakfast. It was awesome. Um, I don't really have a lot of. Christmas traditions, I guess. Um, I guess Christmas for us, we usually did a whole family Christmas Eve dinner, and that was like the big family dinner. Um, we did filet every year, so it was like the fancy sit-down tablecloth, like fanciness. Yes, it's, yeah. Um, and then my grandma would always stay at our house, so she would be there Christmas morning to open gifts and stockings and stuff, and then my mom does like a brunch kind of thing for christmas but um besides that um i guess the one big thing when we were kids well i guess when i was a kid um was we were allowed to open 
one gift on Christmas Eve. So it was always trying to figure out, like, what gift do I want? Do I want a big one that might be super fun? Or do I go for, like, the really small one that's probably expensive? Like, it was, you had to make it a, it was, like, down to a science of which gift you got. And then it was, ooh, I want you guys to open mine, but then you don't get to open it tomorrow. So I don't know. Mixed right. feelings. <laughs> like, like, I'm so excited, but do you do that now? So now it's a lot more difficult because I never know when I'm going to be working. Um, just working retail the past few years, it's always been interesting. Um, and now we split holidays between my family and Dana's family. So um, now we still tend to do Christmas Eve at my parents' house, go over early, do the brunch at my parents' house, and then we spend the rest of the day of Christmas at her family's house. So I don't know if we still do the gift or not, um, but she has to work this year. She has to work this year on Christmas Eve. So, yeah. No boy. Lame. No boy, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, the rest of it sounded good. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Dave? Uh, are we going to keep doing these, or should I just list off a few traditions? Like, I don't know if you're going to do it every time we come around or list off another no, tradition. No, no, we'll talk about other things. You can talk about a couple traditions. So, growing up, really the only tradition was, like, a, you get to open one present at midnight. Um, at midnight? On Christmas Eve, yeah. Wow, we'd be in bed by like eight. You, I was gonna say you're still up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, so that's like a teenage memory, like twelve. So maybe it was earlier when I was younger. I, uh, I admittedly don't remember a lot of my childhood, so like, maybe it was younger. Um, he smoked it away. Yeah, probably. Um, <laughs> so like, as far as now, Kate's dad's side of the family is like the Scotts always get together christmas eve is like the big holiday for them so like all the cousins come in um all the cousins get together and and hang out and stuff and like now we have like cousins from like london and uh michigan and stuff that come back for it because it's so important to them um so that's kind of become like one of the traditions since marrying and dating kate for us and the girls we do um one gift for on christmas eve before they go to bed but it actually now it kind of turned into like a book and pajamas usually like we'll figure out what they should open and we'll do a book and they yeah. read this book before bed and then they also open pajamas they don't realize that's what they're picking but like yeah we do that and then it's usually like christmas pajamas or something like that so that they can be cute and be matching in the morning um we do and then we do brunch um we do brunch at our house now that we have the kids because i my like one non-negotiable is I won't give Christmas morning to anybody else because I want the girls to come down and open presents at our house and like to see that excitement. So we'll have like not this year, but generally we'd have like my my mom and dad, Kate's mom and dad, like her family come over. Like everyone would come over and we do brunch and then open presents and stuff like that. And then generally do like Christmas Day at my parents house because Christmas Eve's Kate's family. But we're trying to do more Christmas traditions with the girls as they get older. We have a Christmas pickle. So that's that's a new thing for like last year, I think. Wait, so you... what is that? You don't know the Christmas pickle? It's a real thing. 
This yeah, is where yeah. you like girl- put a pickle inside of like a uh, candy like a- cane or. No. The girls have like oh. a children's book based on the pickle. It's an ornament that you hide on the tree, and whoever finds it gets like a special gift. It's a like, pickle, though. It's like it's yeah. like a, it's an ornament. It's like a plastic pickle. See, mine is a uh, like the reflective glass, ugly green, gaudy, disgustingly tacky pickle. Mm-hmm. I don't have one on my tree, but it was on my parents' tree. And yeah. what do you get? And I never got it. Yeah. Like I never got a special finds, gift. Finds it gets a special gift. Like you get. I never got a special gift because I grew up as basically an only child until yeah. Kennedy came along. But it was just a, oh, you got to find the pickle now. Like it's. Yeah, it's like a game. You got to find it. The winner generally gets a special gift. But it's on a tree, so like. Yeah. How hard is that? I need. I need to know the origin of this. I, I need to do some Italian research thing. and figure out right. why why a pickle though of all things why a pickle why I not was, a, a stromboli or a I don't know something I don't Italian know, I don't know where it started you, we could probably Google it and look it up um the Chris the kids book doesn't really go into it that much the kids book's more like the pickle really wants to meet Santa so he tries to get to the front of the tree right. like it doesn't really talk about the tradition it just it says it is a tradition but doesn't really say like where it started I can look it up and share sure. Lauren, you had another oh, tradition, dirty. or was that your tradition? This pickle thing? No, it's not. Actually, I just I didn't even think of the Christmas pickle. It actually says it's a German thing, so it is not. I refuse to accept that as my nationality. Uh, <laughs> you guys love pickles, right? <laughs> just not olives. Apparently. Yeah, it started in Germany. So the common tale told of the Christmas pickle, or I'm not going to say this word because it's German and it's like Weishenschenkirchi is that it's an old tradition that started in Germany. It's a it's a yarn that printed on a package you buy as an ornament. Yeah, it just says it's a German German tradition. Well, guys out there listening and who didn't fall asleep through this pickle talk, <laughs> now you know something new. <laughs> I mean, most people know about the Christmas pickle. It's it's a pretty common thing. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Just like I my about it. Hold on. Don't judge okay. me, my... Sorry, Lauren. What was your other thing, tradition? I mean, my other, my other, uh, my other major tradition is just the day after Thanksgiving. My mom is crazy about putting up the tree, so usually the day after Thanksgiving was. It's called uh, Black Friday. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> instead of going to get gifts and stuff, we went and got a Christmas tree, and it was always. We would go and cut our own down. Yeah. So it was a big family affair. We had to go out and cut our own and then come home and, you know, leave it in the garage for a day or whatever the heck you do. Um, and the moment, How do you do that? Yeah. I don't... They like let the needles. How else are the pickles going to grow? Yeah. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> it needs those 30 days or whatever. <laughs> no, my mom will leave the, the tree up until there are like no needles left, until it is. Until she cannot leave it up anymore. And I'm realizing the more that we go through this stuff. That I'm really just going to be considered a Scrooge by the end of all of this. Because I hate Christmas music. I don't really want to be a part of decorating the tree. I just really enjoy coming home and the tree is there. Like I enjoy seeing the tree. I don't want to put the lights on it. I don't want to. I want to find the pickle. I don't want to have to put it on the tree. 
if you put it on the tree, it'd be pretty dumb for you to find it. I mean, you, you <laughs> I know where, where I put it this year. And <laughs> so I be part of the decorating crew. I, I am also not a gigantic fan of Christmas music. Um, there's a few songs that I like, but after working in retail for eight years and hearing it on a loop for yeah. 60 yeah. hours a week, I'm good. And they tried to ban. And they tried to ban my favorite Christmas song. So like the baby, it's cold outside. Yeah. They tried. It didn't. They work. wrote that song about Dan. <laughs> <laughs> I am a huge fan of Christmas music. Love Christmas music. And that makes complete sense. The only the only ones I can't stand is I I can't stand Mariah Carey. And this is like her holiday because she's got one good song in her entire career. I mean, it's a Christmas song. Greatest. I mean, she's got a ton of huge songs. She's an awful person. Her and Christina Aguilera both. Um, But regardless, I love Christmas music. I like the non-conventional Christmas songs. I like, um, you know, I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. I like a Dominic the Donkey. Dominic the Donkey. I love those ones. And And the best part is, is showing them to my kids who... You know, don't know what the hell they're saying, don't know any of the lyrics, screw them up completely. But it's it's amazing, and I, I yeah, I can listen to Christmas music all year long. There's nothing better than putting all the kids in the car, going for a three hour drive, so that you can see ten minutes worth of Christmas lights the entire time listening to Christmas music. No, yeah. I, I raise you a whole lot of things that are better than that, but yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, you know, my mom is a hardcore Christmas fan, and like we had no less than 15 trees in the house, like a whole just <laughs> militia of nutcrackers. And wow. it was just like, they weren't all real. So I think two were real, but like the nutcrackers, it, they were always real. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> I got to a point where like I, I put up the tree, which is fake. It already is pre-lit. <laughs> like, Nish put up all the other decorations, which is very little in the house. I just don't care because I get so inundated growing yep. up that I just... So, I still have traditions. I just don't care about the decorating side of it. I really... there's. If you went in our house, you'd think Christmas died. Because <laughs> your daughter's like one. Once she's like three, four, and five, you will be way more into decorating in Christmas. I don't I know. Probably, I think I think Christmas. My wife will. You know. Christmas is like alcoholism. You will. If do. you grow up with a lot of it in your house, you either become that or you go the exact opposite. My sister became my mom. Like my sister's house is all hardcore Christmas, and then you, like I said, my house is just not. And um, in maybe Dave, maybe a little bit, I will get more into the Christmas spirit, but just not anytime soon maybe in the next couple of years but uh tradition wise we would go over to my grand my grandma's house uh for the family game um someone in the family would pick a game and then we would all play it usually it was like one person was designated the rule teller and then we'd all <laughs> yell at that person and say these rules are <laughs> stupid and we're gonna play it our own way which we did. And then we would do that. And then Christmas morning, uh, you know, we would open up the gifts, me and my sister with my parents. Then we'd go to my grandma's house, open up her gifts and like the fan, like that side of the family, my mom's side of the family. 
uh, gifts. Then by one, you know, it's dinner time for my grandparents. So we would go over <laughs> half hour to their house and um, eat, eat food, open up some gifts there, see my other cousins. And then we'd come back to my grandma's house and um, play the family game some more, usually some yelling. If someone got like a new video game, you know, I would I would be the one who'd get like a new console. There's actually a picture of me in 89 when I got the Nintendo and it's me watching my family play the Nintendo. Like I'm not even playing it. You're like, get off. I want to play. Yeah, I'm just like in the corner. So um yeah, but that was it. Like the tradition would be just going between houses and eating a lot of food and um lots of yelling in a good way. So someday I'll continue that. <laughs> I feel like everybody's holidays consist of some sort of family implosion or argument. Or is that just Casey and I? In a good way. No, but it was never like, no one got mad. It was just, you just yell. Like, all my family is, like, very loud and they're going to yell about things. Two two things that I got to mention. Number one, going back to the movie, the excuse me, the the music thing. Uh, Grandma got ran over by a reindeer. One of my favorites. Love that Christmas song. Um, And then the second, uh, Casey, to piggyback off of yours, uh, my family was always Domino's. We went to my cousin's house. It was my aunt's house um, growing up. And then when she passed away, my cousins uh, stayed in the same house, and and we played Domino's every year. And much like your family, blood will be shed over some Domino's. (laughs) Yeah, no one in my family plays sports. Like, either side, (laughs) mom or dad, no one plays sports. But if it comes to games, we are bloodthirsty. <laughs> like it, it I thought is. somehow you were going to consider Domino as a sport. I thought that's where that was. No, going. no, 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 no. Come on, Dave. I don't. I don't. It, it's always the best when you got like a like a twelve or thirteen year old relative, who that first year is like, oh, can I play? Yes. Yeah. No. Yes, you can, and you're going to become a man today. <laughs> <laughs> or whoa, man. But yeah. <laughs> what you don't realize. Is that it ain't easy. It is hard goddamn work making something that pretty ass look like a geek. So I must be doing it for a reason. It's you. It's always been you. And it's worth fighting. All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Join me. Gutsy Media Podcast. Because movies are our life um okay so let's name yeah let's go around and do one more of your favorite christmas movies christmas movie you cannot leave the holiday without watching because i have another sprinkling after this so bob your go so i I'm I'm not going to name a movie that I cannot watch. What I am going to name is my guilty pleasure Christmas movie. That's the only thing left on my list. There's no such thing as guilty pleasures. Here's the thing. This is a movie that I thoroughly enjoy, <laughs> despite every movie-going bone in my body telling me that I shouldn't. That is not guilty. You just you're, you enjoy this movie. Maybe the it's, mass it's audience really don't bad, like though. Barbie's Ghost Christmas. Christmas. Ghost Come on, we talked about how yeah. my favorite movies are not liked by most people. So yeah, so okay. it's no guilty pleasure. I'm going to remind all of you of this once I reveal the movie. 
Okay, we'll we'll harass you later. Watch chick flicks. You're gonna be all right, bud. <laughs> I already know um, what you're say. I I guess because I guarantee you don't. Just go. Just go. It Baby is the, Club Christmas. The 2000 Ben Affleck movie Reindeer Games. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. One, for whatever reason, I enjoy it, despite the fact the movie makes absolutely no sense. It is just a horrible plotted movie. Um, but for some reason, you put Ben Affleck in some snow and some Christmas sweaters, and I'm in. Tell me one of the one-liners, because I feel like there's a real famous one in it. It's like, ho-ho, not ho-ho, but like, uh, chestnuts, motherfuckers. Oh, like the movie is riddled with, with stuff like that. The only thing I think worse than that is like... Uh, you know, some of the early 90s action movies where they have like the stupid stuff like that. But yeah, I mean, I, you're, you're putting me on a spot. I don't know any any like, one liners off the top of my head, a but real gross one in there. I, I'll have to look it up. But anyways, uh, that's not a bad movie. I, I like that movie, actually. I haven't seen it in a long time, though. So when I've when, never seen it. when one of the robbers who is dressed as Santa Claus um, gets shot at the Tomahawk Hotel. Uh, Jack says, hey, Santa Claus, welcome to the Tomahawk, bitch. Oh. I mean, just, this is uh, Charlize, Charlize Theron. It is, yes. It's just a crazy movie. She was going to so, be in, Vinny Chase was about to be in, in this episode of Entourage I was watching earlier. Charlize Theron. So should I be watching this movie? Should I partake? <laughs> Well, if you I haven't if you haven't seen it, it's worth it. a watch. Just don't have high expectations. I'm I'm not gonna say what my movie is now because I'm gonna I'm gonna go off of what Bob said. I got a good one lined up, but uh, all right, good good one, Bob. Worth watching, Lauren. Uh, if you like shitty action movies, which I know you do. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Your turn. Um. So I have my actual one, but I kind of want to throw in either now or later, like an honorable mention, but like a new holiday movie. Is that fair? Whatever you want. Should I do that now or should I do that later? I do it now and and now, uh, because the next thing we're going to do is going to probably take a little while and then we'll probably wrap up. So do your movie. Um, So. I am not overly into chick flicky movies and Hallmark movies what? and polar opposite of my fiance in that manner. Absolutely loves these movies, which is really funny to me. Big tough CEO guy come home and she's watching Hallmark movies. But anyways, um, she got really excited last year for a movie called last Christmas um, with Amelia Clark. No, nobody. Oh, I didn't watch it because I think it made maybe a million dollars in the theater. Um, but was it good? I didn't watch it. It was entertaining. I enjoyed it. Um, and it's one that I'm sure she will make me watch this year. She hasn't yet to, but I have a feeling it will make its way onto the list of movies we must watch. Um, my favorite line from the movie is, uh, as I mentioned before, every. Well, most families have their holiday implosion. Uh, She's sitting at dinner with her family and um, somebody just yells, I will nail you to my dick. 
in the middle of dinner. So, I'm you in. know. Right. What a um, weird pickup line. <laughs> <laughs> with your family, right? Like, it's yeah, really exactly. Normal. <laughs> um, but yeah, so um, definitely one that I would be remiss not to mention because I have a feeling it will become a season regular. Um, but my next favorite movie is uh, The Santa Claus. Going classic. Um, Tim Allen. Gotta love it. Um, created a whole bunch of spinoffs or sequels and stuff like that, but you can't can't beat the original. Come on now. Uh, there's a new thing going around online. Uh, again, Dana's obsessed with TikTok, so um, there's a new thing on TikTok right now that people want to see Charlie, the kid, take over for Tim Allen um, and have a sequel like that. So, But I'm sticking with the original here. I like all three of those movies. I watched them all last year. I did a marathon. It's a great of course movie. you did. Of course There's... you did. I'm not at all surprised. It's the first thing I got on Disney Plus. I was like, you know what, Mandalorian, eh, Santa Claus. I was say the first thing. It was. It was probably the fourth what? thing, but it was very good. And the first, it. second, and third thing. Yes, exactly. <laughs> The Santa Claus is a good movie. The three of them are, are pretty good. I mean, obviously, like most sequels, they don't they get a little less good as they go on. Sorry, the, fine wine. The <laughs> the thing that I remember most about those movies um, is like the kid's a dick in the movie. Like if, I remember rewatching it as an adult, much like Home Alone, and thinking this little prick is should get beat by his parents because he's an asshole. I see how Bob's raising his children. (laughs) (laughs) It's the character development, Bob. You got to start out a dick to turn into a nice person. Before he becomes Santa. (laughs) Right. I mean, isn't he like caught spray painting one of the school walls in one of the sequels? So, I mean, he's, he's not meant to be a good kid. Yeah. He's got to learn. All right, Dave. Uh, Kate really wants me to say A Wonderful Life, but I struggle with old movies. I just can't get into them. Um, I need to try. Cause what, like I, what's not to like? I just I just don't like old stuff. I don't. Like Casablanca, like all that stuff. Like I respect it for what it is. I fall asleep 13 seconds into it. It's just something about being a thousand years old that it makes it hard <laughs> for me makes it hard for me to i don't know it's it's just i don't know what it is but i told her i would try again because she really she loves all the old movies so i told her i would try and watch them again and like i i love movies so like i should give them a chance um have you watched like, citizen kane yet no oh my so, god so, so this is what i'll say about old movies i, I tried to like Probably 10 years ago, I tried to. And I think I fell asleep, not because I wasn't into the movie. I think it was one of those situations where, like, I started it too late or, like, just something else. And I just never went back to it. What's your threshold, though? Like, you like The Godfather? I like The Godfather, yeah. That's 70s. Right. So 60s? 60s. Or is it just black and white? 30s, black and white. Yeah, like all that. I just can't. I think one of the problems with these movies... And I, I don't have a problem, but I think one of the things that holds people up is like they don't take as many cuts. Like when actors acted, it was like 
they acted. It's like, you're going to do this entire scene. We are not going to cut. Like even James Bond, if you watch a Sean Connery, James Bond, it's like, these are two dudes who choreographed a fight and they just put a camera down and we just watched it. So I think that's part of the thing is like, we're so used to like stimuli, right? Constant editing and constant cutting and all this other stuff and music like that, driving it. And these aren't, I'm not, I would suggest I'm not taking anything away from those films. They're, they're right. Films. I, I get it. It's just not my cup of tea, but I did tell her, I think tomorrow or Wednesday, we're going to try and watch. It's a wonderful life. So I just watched it within I'll the last get, like, an energy drink or something. And yeah, so it's, good movie. I've got, I've got to chime in here. I've got to chime in here. Um, Humphrey Bogart's my favorite actor of all time. Maltese Falcon, Casablanca, Asphalt Jungle, phenomenal, phenomenal movies. Absolutely love them. They're just, and, and for the exact reason Casey said, I mean, you don't get better acting than than some of these old time actors. Citizen Kane is such a great movie, great premise, great directing, Literally great acting. Number one movie of all time. And yeah. for, for a good reason. I mean, you could argue Shawshank Redemption, but regardless. I, with that being said, I'm with you. A Wonderful Life, I do not like. I, I, and I, I just think it's it's too... There's just too much going too on. Wholesome. It, it's it's too wholesome. It really it is. is. There's 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 a three or four storylines going on at once. It's really your it's your cookie cutter wholesome movie. And it's I, I know that it's a pretty shitty thing to say because it's one of the first ones. So to say it's cookie cutter now, when the time it came out, it was like this is a story you know, we've never seen before. Um I just I can't get behind it. So, but I strongly urge you to give the other ones a second chance, especially Casablanca. Come on, I'm I'm going to. It's like the, those King, those are like things on my list that I need to do. Um, but anyway, my my choice is Elf. Like, just because that's like to me, like that's probably my favorite Christmas movie. Just because like Will Ferrell in his peak, it's so quotable. It's so, like, rewatchable. Um, one of the funnier movies, I think, not just Christmas movies. Uh, it's just funny. It, it, I love Zoe Dachanel, who's in it. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just, like, the movie of, like, me, my time. Like, me, I remember, like, like uh, I don't know if I was a teenager or in my 20s. What was it 03? You said? Yeah, 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 so, I mean, I was years out of high school i was 20 years old so like that's the peak of will ferrell when he was like at his height and that's easily my favorite christmas movie like i have to watch chris i have to see elf at some point or some part of elf um during christmas time i, I can't go without it i love elf man. <laughs> family video killed elf for me uh, elf was the other movie that i said was going to be on everybody's list I that i it. can't do it and there are people like I mean, that, but then there's also people who hate Will Ferrell. Like my mother-in-law hates Will Ferrell, loves Elf. Like that's no. See, like I started out loving this movie, but it was just I really think that that was one of the movies around this time of year that was consistently it was constant. On repeat. It was constant, like, yeah. And see, I, can't, I just can't disagree. do it anymore. I can't make myself sit down and be like, yes. I disagree because we had one copy, and it never made it more than 14 seconds in the DVD player before someone was like, "Oh, you got Elf in? I'm gonna take that." Why do I feel like Jake had his own movie and brought it in and played it? 
That might have been me. I brought my own co- version in at one point. Well, somebody fucked it up for me. <laughs> I also rented it out to customers. My cop, my version. So he had to make that commission. Yeah. <laughs> you want to redo your half? Your half off? I'll throw exactly. in my elf. Right? I got it. It's mine. You got to bring it back. But if you do your half off for an extra six ninety nine, I got yeah, you. I- I agree with you, Dave. I think this is a great movie. Very, very quotable. Yeah. I think the other thing to add kind of the cherry on top is that it's a movie you can watch with kids. I mean, yeah. it's very entertaining to adults because um, it has the innuendos in, but it's no obscene you know, violence or, or language or anything like that. And it's just, oh, it really is a great Christmas movie. Yeah. I was going to say Zoe Deschanel gets naked, but yeah, that too. You're right. <laughs> she does? She does. She's in the shower. She's in the shower. Yeah. So, I mean, it's you don't see anything <laughs> well, like literally every seven seconds in that movie is a quotable line. So I'll give you that. It's a good one. Um, my absolute have to watch other than a Christmas story is love. Actually, that's what I thought Bob was going to pick. Actually, that's the one I thought you were going to really because you were like, so I thought Bob was going to pick jung- uh, Jingle All the Way. Didn't you no. jump so sorry about it the other day? <laughs> I mean, it's always a good movie. It is a good movie, but you were so embarrassed to say it. I thought it was going to be some silly chick flick like Love Actually. You're, you're right. I would be very embarrassed to say yeah. it, Love Actually. I, but go ahead, Casey. Man, <laughs> would honestly, it's a liking. With that intro, have at it. Seen more times than I can even count. I remember we used to argue about it at Family Video, and I used to think you were just renting it for like your girlfriends at the time. But then you oh. said that you actually enjoyed it, and I tell oh, you some thoughts. Ever since it came out, I have watched it every year and never gets old. Definitely know all the lines. What's what's appealing about it? Nothing. It's hilarious. Uh, to first of all, the numerous storylines and how they're all connected is great. Um, all the acting is top notch. British humor is hilarious. Mister Bean talking. I was like, oh, Mister Bean talks. That's crazy. Like it's just it's it's just a very smart. Didn't we just do an episode about we did. We did an episode about um about time. Mm-hmm. It's the same guy, uh Richard Curtis. I just think that guy is brilliant. I think all of That's his movies are really trip, good. Isn't it? Time? Yeah. Like those those people, like those indigenous people or something. Like isn't there like people under the ground Rachel or something? Adams? <laughs> 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 Never mind. Thinking of the time machine. But yes, right. about, yeah. about yeah, time yeah, is yeah. good. They're no. both they're very similar in storylines, though. So, so so close but um for honorable mention to go off of bob's shit movie of reindeer games have have any of you guys seen the long kiss goodnight with gina davis and samuel jackson yes i have lauren and bob i think both of you would like it it's about a housewife who used to be an assassin and she gets into a traumatic car accident. And when it goes through it, those things start coming out her assassin side. And it's about her trying to figure out who she was before and why she knows how to do all these like assassin moves. And like Samuel Jackson is in it. It's fucking sweet movie. What is it? The, the long kiss. Good night. Yeah. And uh, Rennie Harlan directed it, which you just did an episode that's not out yet. I'm telling you guys the future, but about Dream Warriors, uh, Freddy, the third one. That's my favorite one. Rennie Harlan directed that. He directed Cutthroat Island. He's directed a lot of shitty action movies for the most part, but 
in a good way. Um, Long Kiss Goodnight. Great, great movie. And it takes place in Christmas. And I showed my wife a couple of years ago, kind of not expecting her to really care, but she was like, solid flick. <laughs> <laughs> High praise coming from Nish. It is. <laughs> so, yeah, that's it. Gina Davis is a platinum blonde. This is weird. Oh, it's great. Such a good movie. <laughs> Sold. Sold. <laughs> it's fun. Um, I'm intrigued. So, you know, there's there's probably, you know, like 20 more movies or so that I could talk about. Um, but what I wanted to kind of end the show with, with each of us going around is what is one of the best gifts you ever received for Christmas? I really want to. I really want to end on a happy note. So, th- that's a tough one, and and the reason for that is because I, this is going to sound really corny, but anybody that knows me knows I'm speaking 100 percent the truth. I don't really remember any of the gifts I've gotten. I remember a lot of the good gifts I've given. There's a lot of gifts that I've given that I put a lot of time and energy in that really just. I mean, the, the person that received them wholeheartedly loved them, and and Thank you, you know, sex style. You're welcome. It was just weird that I had to find one just like me. Um, so, I mean, looking back on the gifts that I've gotten, I, I remember distinctly getting a, a PS3 that was, you know, like a, a group of people uh, put money in to get to me, which was really cool and really nice. And I felt just special that, that uh, you know, a group of people decided to do that for me. So that kind of stuck out. Um, but one of the best gifts I've given um, was... A friend of mine is a diehard Cowboys fan, and for Christmas, I was able to find a piece of the turf um, for the stadium that they tore down when they when they built a new one. Um, so I was able to give him a piece of the Cowboys stadium turf, which I, I thought was really cool, and he has it up on his wall. You gave him grass. I so gave him fun. grass. Sorry, fake fake grass. Fake Funny grass. Not even real grass. Fake grass. For my so, birthday. He doesn't have to take care of it. That's fine. Cool. For my birthday this year, Kate got me a piece of Ralph Wilson's turf for the Ralph well, Wilson's. That's cool. Yeah. So other well, fake grass. Okay, this is a thing people like. <laughs> I mean, you collect plastic dolls, so yeah, some people like grass. And Lauren Hunt for pickles. Plastic grass. Right. At least my oh, dolls look like people. I'm it's just grass. saying this, this looks, looks like grass, like grass, but it's you actually not. But it's hanging on people's wall. You can't, you can't shit on people because <laughs> this is actually not grass. Just so you know, uh, it <laughs> literally fake. has no value. It's just not grass. Yeah, I mean. You also take pictures of your toys and put them in like action sequences. Yeah, because we don't take pictures of grass and put them in fun action sequences. <laughs> Some people do no, because they're in that on national TV every Imagine, Sunday. Imagine if I got you that piece. If I got you fake grass, you could take pictures with your guys on top of them. Yeah, but I would probably go. Oh, by the way, I got this from Fake Grass Stadium. <laughs> that's fake that's the name. That was the name of the stadium too. Is Fake Grass Stadium? Really hit the nail right on the head with that one. Wow. That was nice, Bob. That was a good gift Thanks. for that person. They appreciated it. Don't ever do that to me for the love of God. <laughs> yes. I have so that's all I'm getting you from now on. Birthday, Christmas, Valentine's Day. Just grass seed. Uh, not Arbor Day though, because I feel like that's really <laughs> <laughs> the one most appropriate holiday. I'm not doing it for don't, don't do it. All right, Lauren, how about you? Um, so I think my most memorable gift is, well, one of, sorry, one of my most memorable gifts is probably, um, 
due to the memories that we had after the fact. So my parents got me a Wii when it was like a PS5. Like you couldn't find one. Um, so got a Wii, got a whole bunch of stuff to go with it. Um, and I just remember staying up for like three days straight playing Link's Crossbow Challenge. Like, and it wasn't <laughs> even just me. It was my mom, my dad, my sister, like everybody was trying to play, which isn't normal in my house. It was always, okay, Lauren got a PlayStation. Okay. Lauren got these games, whatever, whatever, whatever. <laughs> so, um, the fact that it was like a whole family affair, um, to play Link's crossbow challenge and then many a memories of like just dance and the Michael Jackson experience, like all that kind of stuff. And then, um, a few years later, I sold my Wii and all of the stuff that came with it. Speaking of how I how much I loved it, wow. uh, I sold it. I sold it because my mom said if I sold it, I could buy myself an Xbox. So she didn't think I would actually do it, but I did. And I sold it and I sold everything. We had the Wii Fit. We had all the games, sold it all, had a... Um, an NES classic controller to plug into it. Cause I downloaded Donkey Kong country from the Nintendo shop. Yeah. All that good stuff went with it. Got the money. Uh, was we had my whole family over for Thanksgiving. I was going to go out on black Friday and wait in line to get a Xbox 360. I set my alarm, which me getting up in the morning was unheard of as a kid. And my mom was so mad. She's like, you're actually going to go, like, wait out in line for that stupid thing? I was like, yeah, I really want it. Like, I really want to play Halo. Like, leave me alone, lady. <laughs> yeah, she was really mad because there's an Xbox in the back room waiting for Christmas. But because I was an asshole and really wow. wanted to go today, she went in the back room and, like, threw it at me and was like, you asshole, here's your Xbox. Then I was like, but now I want my Wii back. Like, <laughs> <laughs> You ruined Christmas. <laughs> basically, basically Look, that's what, what I did. You did that you year. little jerk. <laughs> yep, basically. And then um, <laughs> when Dana and I started dating, Dana bought me a PlayStation Four. Like went to another one of our friends' house. Like kept it at their house. Uh, like went over there to wrap it, so I wouldn't know it was anywhere near there. Because I'm also really good, if not evident by the previous story, at ruining surprises. Um, so she took everything. <laughs> she took everything out of the house and uh, surprised me with my PlayStation. So apparently, I just like getting gaming consoles. Put a <laughs> ring on that finger. Oops! <laughs> I did that. <laughs> just not official yet. <laughs> it's an official ring. <laughs> yeah, it's an I, official I, ring. Not married yet. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not a big fan of buying people consoles for Christmas tends to work out poorly for me, so I don't do that anymore. Um, I bought Kate a Wii the first year we were dating. She dumped me on Christmas Eve. I remember that. Yes. Yeah. Actually, I, still, I actually remember that phone call. <laughs> still gave it to her. It's now in you. my basement, and it's been played probably nine times. Maybe <laughs> twelve. <But> yeah. <laughs> we all don't give consoles anyway. She's lucky she even gets gifts at this point. Um... <laughs> I gave you children. I've actually been dumped yeah. twice on Christmas Eve. So it's a, it's a rough uh, holiday for me, but whatever. Um, 
I'm kind of like Bob. I don't really remember a lot of the gifts I get. I'm a very thoughtful gift giver, and I've given a ton of awesome gifts. Um, I feel bad. <laughs> oh, I really have. Like, if you ask, if you ask Kate, like, that's honestly one of her favorite things about me. Is like all 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 year, I'm like taking notes on things she mentions and things like that, so that when it comes time for like Christmas or whatever, like my gifts are always really thoughtful. It also makes me really bad. Because once I bring them home and I wrap them, I want to give them to people right away. I'm so bad about waiting because, like, I put so much thought into it and I just want to see your face when you open it. That said, I feel bad that I don't remember a lot of my gifts because Kate's also really good at giving gifts and really thoughtful. Like, the turf. Um, one year she got me tickets to a Bills game. One year she – I think, like, two years we were dating before we had kids. She got me tickets to Mets games. And her and I would go to New York City for a weekend and go to a Mets game, which is awesome for me. Um but then, like, the two <laughs> stood <me>. out <laughs> for me because I'm a Mets fan. No, I, I know. <laughs> uh, the two that immediately stood out were one year she got me an automatic car start when I had my Acura. And I fucking love that thing. Um, I love got, that car. Yeah, I love that car, too. And then Mallrats on Blu-ray. She got me Mallrats on Blu-ray. It's, like, my favorite movie. <laughs> so those are the ones that stick out for me. Which Never going to skip again. <laughs> yeah, it's going to sound corny. Hey, People who are listening on the on the podcast but like yeah and Mallrats is my favorite movie of all time i couldn't find it i kept trying to find it um but she had ordered it for me like the day it came out so she's really good is back on the escalator (laughs) never gets old only gets better with age (laughs) i'm definitely like you dave like if i well not like you in the sense that you give really good gifts but like if i have i don't feel like i do like, I just ask people what they want, and that's what I get. Like, I I always hated when, like, I would give a list. Like, people would ask me for a list, and then they would get me something totally random. Yeah, and I'm like, like well, why I, did you ask me for a list? Like, now that whole list that I had to come up with, I didn't get now. That's the stuff I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> I just sound like an asshole, but... <laughs> similar to, like, a wedding registration, right? Like, you register for all this stuff. And there's always that ant that gets you like a toaster oven or something. You're like, I have two of these. I don't need another one. Buy it off the list. My favorite Stick is to like the list. getting Stick to the list. Like, oh, seen? I got this. I got you this purse because it's your favorite color. It's orange. And I'm like, first off, what have you ever seen me carry a purse? purse? Yeah. <laughs> Second off, an orange one? Like, thank you. It's my favorite color, but yeah. Okay. But I, I'm also like you that when I Sorry. get one, like when I find a good gift and I have it, I'm like. Are you sure you don't want to open it now? Like you could open it now if you want. Like I'm the worst. Like at this it. year. This year it's not a gift necessarily. It's my dad is a huge Disney World fan. So like our vacations growing up were always to Disney World and there's this one restaurant that we always go to and it's not very Disney related. It just happens to be in Disney World. Um Animal Kingdom Lodge, we go to Boma for breakfast and the, one of the reasons mm. that we go there is this juice they have this juice that is just a couple different fruit juices mixed together but it's so good and it's like the highlight of his day like i like looked up the recipe for the juice and i like got all the stuff to make the juice so i'm gonna bring that like i said my family does brunch so i'm gonna have the juice with me this year so i'm so excited i believe and hawaiian punch no it's (laughs) not do yourself a favor make it ahead of time so you can test it i did i made it yesterday Good, good call. Here's good the call. funny thing. I had to go to Walmart because I had to get guava juice and I couldn't find it. 
And as I'm in Walmart with the arm full of all the juices, because I was like, I'll just buy them all here. I stop in the middle of the aisle. My dad was standing there. He did not see me. I ran the other way. Dana and I ran That's the so opposite weird. direction. so <laughs> weird. Right. Ran the opposite direction. We go to the self-checkout on the other side of the store. And Dana's like, should we walk outside? Or like, you think we're okay to walk inside? And I was like, no, we can, we can walk inside. It'll be fine. So as we're walking, my mom and my dad are standing at the other side, self-checkout. And I was like, run, just run. We got to run. <laughs> then Walmart I, security tackled you. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was like, Dana, we got we to gotta slow down so it doesn't look super suspicious. Because, of course, we're in the, the land of no bags. So You're I'm like, stealing all this guava juice. <laughs> 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 the security guard's like, just let her go. It's fine. <laughs> it's going to expire yeah. soon anyway. It's... I couldn't withstand the excitement to not tell them so i called my mom and i was like how's walmart and she's like oh my god where are you and i was like no no we left i had an armful of stuff that if you had seen would have ruined some surprises and she's like okay that's fair but you should have said hi and i was like again nope that wouldn't work but i think like last year i had all my shopping done like two weeks early and it was the worst fucking thing ever because I just wanted to get pressed. Cool. You're like scratching. Yeah, I was like freaking out. I'm like, you sure you want to wait till Christmas? Like, you don't want to open them early? Like, no, wait till Christmas. Man, I'm like, oh God, this fucking sucks. I'm I'm awful. I do the exact same thing. Um, you know, I, I have, if I have a good gift, I have to give it as soon as I, as soon as I get it. And what's even worse is that my wife, she's not a big reaction person. Like she truly appreciates what I get her, but it's never like, oh my God, thank you so much. It's always like, oh, thank you. I really appreciate that. So I'm here like a little <laughs> child, like, you gotta open it. You gotta open it right now. You gotta open it right now. And then she'll open it and be like, oh, thanks. And I'm like, no, 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 no. You have to. You have to the raid. Raid. <laughs> That's funny. That's cool. Yeah, I'm a real bad. I get people what they want. Like, if you have the list, I'm going to give it to you, and that's it. And I don't like to think outside of that box. You tell me what you want it. That's what I'm gonna do. Like, you just you list, and you just. It buy depends off. on like some people. You know, I know better than others, and if I see something in the wild, I'll get it for them, knowing like this is gonna be good. You know, um, so I I have given. Usually my cousin's pretty good about like we're pretty good about giving each other really good gifts. You buy can... something you want and you give it to him. Yeah. I mean... Well, that's it. Honestly, <laughs> he's like, what are you going to get me? And I go, I want it. Okay. Then I know it's good. <laughs> <laughs> like I didn't get it for myself. I got it for you. So I know it's good. But I also got one for myself. Right. <laughs> well, so I bought two. A lot of the times it's something like I, I have only seen one of like this year. I got him a, a teen wolf poster. Like it's a one of a kind. Someone drew it, some artist, and no one else wants this thing, but me. So I was like, <laughs> I can't wait for him to open it, even though I'm not going to see him open it because of fucking COVID. But Hopefully anyway, it's not the podcast before he opens it. He won't. No, he definitely won't. <laughs> but, um, I remember this time. My mom, I, I go, so we would open up our presents, the, the main majority of our presents at my grandma's house. And it was like towards the end, you know, and for a long time, it was just me and my sister for like seven years. So when I was a kid, I think I was like 12, 
and I go under the Christmas tree and she's like, I think you're missing one gift. So I go under there and I open it up and it is this VHS tapes guys. Cause I'm old and it was the alien trilogy. So oh, alien nice. aliens and alien three. And so first of all, I'm like 12, so I shouldn't even have seen these movies, <laughs> but I had many times because one thing is, is like my parents kind of just let me watch whatever. Like if they didn't know about it, they didn't ask about it. And I, you know, I had all the toys, alien toys, because, you know, during those times they would market rated R movies to kids. So there's Terminator toys, there's alien and predator toys, Rambo toys, all that kind of stuff. And um, I didn't know, though, that my mom like even had any idea that I was an aliens fan. So I remember opening this up and I, st- I started crying. I walked away into the other room and I cried because I was like, I can't believe she knew me like that. She knew to get me this gift like this. This is like at that time, the greatest thing that I've ever gotten. <laughs> I'm just picturing a, a cut scene with you in the other room, single tear. And you're just like, no- you did it. You did it, mom. You did yeah. it. There weren't cut scenes back then. It was straight acting. Yeah, it was straight <laughs> acting for 12 minutes. So, yeah, no, that was, I, I, you know, I have gotten a lot of good gifts over the years, but that one sticks out to me because I don't think I've ever been emotional about a gift where I cried. Like, I was so happy that, like, this is one thing that I was like, you know, like when you get something that you didn't even know you wanted and you're just right. like, holy shit. Like, this is a good gift. Yeah. This turf is going to go really well on my wall. <laughs> if, I, if I still had a comic book room and I didn't have children, it, it would comes be full nicely. But... Um, but, okay, so good. Yeah, guys. <laughs> any Any last thoughts about, you know, just Christmas in general and, you know, what you're looking forward to this year or... Anything that you got for your family that you're so excited about and you know what I mean? Like anything like that? I'm just super excited for the kids on Christmas morning. Honestly, like I was not a big Christmas person. Like I said, like sounds corny. I've been dumped twice. You've had a lot of shitty Christmases. Yeah, I've had a lot of shitty Christmases. It wasn't big in my, my, my family's not a lovey-dovey family. Um, My sister's eight years older than me, so we only spent a few Christmases together. So this just wasn't like holidays were never like a big thing. I think that's probably why Thanksgiving's my favorite because it's like one day dinner football. I can disappear and whatever. But like having kids has completely changed things. Like they're so like we do this elf thing now, not elf on a shelf because that's dumb. Um, But like we we just hide an elf and then they have to find it in the morning. Like it'll be like up hiding somewhere like and they think it moves and stuff like that. Like just seeing how excited they are for that and like the other day santa drove by in the fire trucks and like they were oh yeah ecstatic. i heard that ecstatic like harper was freaking out so like just christmas morning them waking us up them coming downstairs seeing all of the presents like just that is what i'm most excited for because that just reminds me of like what the christmas spirit is and why I don't know, just like the joys of being a parent, I guess, like watching this, watching them be so excited and so happy and, and all of that. That's what I'm most excited for. We also drink a lot of Coquito, which is like a Spanish Puerto Rican. It's Puerto Rican. 
Yeah, it's port. Same thing. Spanish. I actually have some in my in yeah, my fridge. <laughs> yeah, Kate makes Kate. That's like Kate's. I forgot to mention that during tradition. Like that's one thing Kate started doing a few years ago because she drinking wanted to, like, heavily around your family. <laughs> well, no, she wanted to do something with my like Spanish side, so she like looked it up and started making it, and it's really good. I can't drink it, but she will. <laughs> I'm drinking for two. Yeah. Well, it's a good so, one. Yeah. Bob? Uh, I'm just going to echo everything Dave said. I mean, I'm like, having two small kids, Christmas stops becoming about you and starts becoming about them. So I'm looking forward to seeing them wake up and open their gifts and, you know, freak out and then spend the next three hours putting things together and trying to find batteries. <laughs> and then, um, you know, they'll play with it for 20 minutes before they move on to something else that they've already owned for the last three years. Or but it'll box. be a lot of fun. Like or the box. box. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you know what? I, I'm not going to. There's a lot of things I'm looking forward to. I love Christmas and not to take anything away from that, but I'm not going to pretend like this year is awesome. It sucks because a lot of those traditions that we talked about, we can't do. You know, I, I miss going to my cousin's house. I miss playing dominoes. I miss, you know, I'm not going to be able to see my dad this year because, you know, he's a high risk and, and we just don't want to do that. But on the plus side, um, you know, we ha- do have some light at the end of the tunnel. And, and I'm hoping that in six months, you know, we can throw a big summer F COVID party and have everybody over no masks and hang out. So, um, the F stands for family video reunion. Exactly. So, I mean, I'm looking looking forward to that, um, more than anything else, but for, for Christmas, it's just kind of focusing on the kids and making sure that they notice as little difference as possible. Yeah. I, I think my, this year, my excitement so far has been, uh, I mentioned real quick that Dana bought a truck. Um, and that's really come in handy. We didn't tell our parents at first and, uh, COVID has already made its way through my parents' household. Um, everybody in my family has already had it. Um, which means, um, we didn't get to do Thanksgiving together. And like I said, the day after Thanksgiving is usually when my mom goes to get her tree. Um, I guess one of the big traditions that I didn't really mention was when we cut down the tree, I am normally the one to find it. Um, and that just happened to be how it went. So this year when everybody was quarantined at my parents' house, Dana and I cut down a tree for them and surprised them with it. Showed up to the house with it in the truck. Hey, surprise, we got a truck and we got you a Christmas tree. So that was, um, that was really exciting for me to be able to give them. They were they had talked about getting an artificial tree, which kind of killed me inside uh, for my parents to have an artificial tree. So to be able to give them that and to, um, I guess, technically carry on a tradition as loosely as possible, but to carry on a tradition for another year when they weren't able to do it was was good. Um, and yeah, I mean, this, like you said, Christmas kind of sucks. Um, my grandma, who normally spends the night at our my parents' house isn't allowed to leave the, um, the like living facility that she's in. She can't leave unless she has to quarantine for two weeks, and that's really not feasible for her. Um, so she won't be around. So it's really just going to be my parents, my sister. We can't bring my brother home. So kind of bummer Christmas. And uh, six months from now, I. I feel like you were just talking about my 30th birthday is what Bob was describing this summer party that we're going to have. So, 
The Dirty 30 for Lauren, yes. This family video reunion. <laughs> I, I feel like Lauren's Dirty 30 is going to be like my seventh birthday. Just video games and snacks. You mean my bachelor party? <laughs> hey, man. hey. Bo- uh, no, Bob, you weren't there. Dave, you were at my 21st birthday. Mm-hmm. So. Jeez, man. It was like yesterday. <laughs> you know, just a couple yesterdays ago. Just a couple yesterdays. Um, we haven't made any traditions yet, but you know, our kids won, so I literally have not bought her one gift because I thought there's really no point. Everyone else in my family did, and there's a lot of boxes that she'll be playing with. <laughs> there you go. So, see you next year. You know, like when we have it. Uh, you guys don't know this, but listeners, I'm sure you guys are so excited. We're getting a dog in Ooh. like what? Wednesday. Yeah. So that will be our Christmas gift as a family. So that's uh, so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Not, I think it's amazing. I just worry because I remember the last time you got a dog. And this that's a little different. <laughs> this is because yeah, I had a dog since that dog so while. Yeah. Such a bad decision. <laughs> it's one of the best decisions you'll ever make, but I think How it really depends on Dude, my uh, dog's my best friend. Like yes. Remy right. is the best dog I've ever had. He's one of the best decisions we ever made. So is Stelly, but Stelly's more Kate's dog. Like I implore everyone to get a dog. I told you I talked to my dogs. They Much had better. their own voices. I'm Mom. just crazy. Yeah. Bob just has a really kind of dog so i i see why my, he's shaking listen my my dog is very well behaved my dog will jump on you when you come in the door but if you give it but if you give it five minutes he'll stop and he'll be fine yeah. it's not about my dog specifically the amount of responsibility above and beyond what you typically see with a child that comes with a dog is horrible horrible i disagree i think children are much more than dogs but what kind of dog are you getting? This makes a huge difference. Uh, True. Labradoodle. All right. Are you fencing in your yard? Uh, some point we probably will. I'm gonna cut all this, but yeah. Like... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could no, do invisible could. fencing. We could do invisible fencing, but anyway. Uh, so we'll see how the holidays look with a with a little tiny. How old is dog? Dog, puppy, like eight weeks. Okay. Yep. So let the training begin. Yeah. That's the best part. <laughs> you're good. Once you get through training, you're good. And potty training. <laughs> exactly. Uh so yeah, so that's that's it. That's our Christmas edition of those geeks you know. And uh thanks everyone who tuned in and I hope you guys have a good holiday, however that looks in this crazy time that we're in but um stay safe out there this is casey saying bye yeah. what are we geeking out about i forgot all about that i was wondering that too but I thought... <laughs> you guys have to prompt me i haven't we when's the last time we've been done kind of went you just kind of went from like i'm getting a dog bye guys have a good holiday okay, 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 okay. <laughs> um so yeah we're getting a dog and hold on so we're getting a dog, and that will be our new holiday tradition. So what are we geeking out on about, guys? Bob, what are you geeking out on? 
Uh, so for me, um, I'm sure your listeners are well aware. Uh, I'm getting ready to launch season two of Gutsy Media Podcast. So I'm pretty geeking out about that. Got a lot of cool new stuff that I'm hoping all of the listeners enjoy. Um, but above and beyond that, I've gotten heavily back into comics. Uh, I'm reading uh, Maestro Hulk, uh, the last Ronin for the Ninja Turtles, and also the Dark Metal uh, series. All of owls, you son of a bitch! I can't. I'm, I, I'm not going back. Here. I'm only looking forward. No, um, Maestro back. Maestro Hulk is probably one of the best Hulk storylines I've ever read, at least so, so far. We're only like four issues in. Um, but if you know anything about Maestro Hulk, I strongly recommend looking him up. He's got some kind of some some backs. It back information prior to the comic book series starting that really sets them up pretty nicely. And the last Ronin for the Ninja Turtles is probably one of the most significant Ninja Turtle storylines that I remember in ever really. Um, so I strongly recommend taking care of that or, or, or reading that. Um, I'm waiting for it just to get the trade. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's a good point. Um, and then above and beyond that, to be honest with you, we're getting some mild construction done where I will finally have an, my own office. So I'm really geeking out about that and getting that all set up with my own, you know, kind of decor and stuff. And uh, looking forward to doing kind of like a little virtual tour, maybe throwing it up on the old uh, Gutsy Media YouTube. So check out, check that out when it comes. <laughs> I'm excited to see that considering the other part of your basement that I'm in love with is the Nerf wall. So, I mean, can't wait to see what you continue to do and what you do to your geek space. Uh. <laughs> exactly. I think oh, yeah. just, but I can't tell. I'm here. Can you hear me? I can. Oh, yeah, I can. Okay. Very cool. Lauren, what, what are you geeking out on? There you go. Now you're back. Um... So this time of year is always really hard for me. If we can't tell my gifts, I tend to focus along the lines of video games and consoles. <laughs> Weird. Um, so it was very difficult with all of the games that co- came out recently, um, such as Assassin's Creed, Cyberpunk, so on and so forth. Um, I put them all on my list, which I know that I did not receive. So I broke down and pre-ordered Cyberpunk, which may not have been my best decision but anyways i'm still playing it um i'm it, entertained by it for what it not, system why is it not a good decision yeah. ps4 not even I pro i don't think you can get it anymore i think they took it down i have it no i know i have a physical copy oh correct you cannot get a you can... i've heard of it but i've heard a little bit about it but like so cyberpunk 2077 is a game that's been in development since i believe 2012 Oh, a while. 2009. Okay, yeah. whatever. It's forever. Um, it's been pushed on many occasions. Um, this year alone, it's been moved three different times. Um, so I had not pre-ordered it. I thought it was too good to be true. Um, it's by the same people who brought The Witcher. So I was really excited to play. Um, it's facing a lot of turmoil at this point in time um a lot of people are saying it's basically unplayable on consoles however it is doing very well on the pc from what i've heard anybody who i know who plays it on pc loves it um people i know love it on anything but the ps4 ps4 pro people have had a couple crashes ps5 people have had no issues nothing yeah series x are fine 
I run it on a uh, base PS4, um, and I will tell you, it is not anything special site-wise, um, which kind of sucks, but at the same time, I'm still not far enough into the game that I am paying a whole bunch of attention to my surroundings. I'm still at the point where I am paying a lot of attention to my corner map, so I've kind of decided that as long as the storyline and the gameplay can keep my attention, I'll continue to play. Um, it will be something that I, inevitably, I will be getting a PS5. I will not get it until the, the second come around. Um, but when that does happen, I will definitely uh, get this for that. Um, I'm pretty sure the PS4 copy, you can upgrade. Um, I think they said they you will can. give you a code. In the like fall. that, so. or in the spring, yeah. Uh, the only thing is, I have a physical copy, so again, I don't know if that you can do. Oh, okay, Casey says yes. So, um, as much as it's not my all-time favorite thing, I am still um, giving it some time, uh, hoping that it gets a little bit better as I dive in. Um, I had also uh, past few months been uh, playing some more of Assassin's Creed Odyssey, just because that was the previous Assassin's Creed, and I cannot wait to get my hands on Valhalla. Um, and, yeah. That's about it. All the video games. All of the video games, yes. Now that I've decided that now that I'm an adult and I can buy my own things, I just should never put video games on my Christmas list, because now I have to wait and see, did you get it? I know you didn't get it. But I can't buy it, and the off chance you did get it, <laughs> nobody got nobody got them. Nobody got them. Fair. And I picked the wrong one. I should have done Assassin's Creed, not Cyberpunk. <laughs> I literally waited to pre-order Cyberpunk until we had copies of it in the warehouse at Best Buy because I was like, "Oh, we have them. It's definitely coming." It's here. Yep. What about you, Dave? Um, well, besides fantasy football, um, I need three points the rest of the night from one player who to go to the championship in my one league, which would be awesome. So I'm really hoping he gets those three points because the first half did not go so well. Um, but besides that, Shit's Creek, uh, Kate and I have started that. We're one season in, so we just started season two. It's one of the best written shows I've ever watched in my life. David. Um, and I highly suggest <laughs> watching it because I put it off for a long time. Um, but it's fucking amazing. And I'm also rewatching Entourage. So I just got in, which finished the first season of that again um, and was reminded how fucking amazing that show is. You just finished the first season? Didn't you just start it like a few days ago? Entourage or Shit's Creek? Entourage. They're both half hour shows, though. Yeah, so. they're both half hour shows. Fair enough. I feel like I just saw you. Paste or uh, post that you just started it like yesterday. It's likely, but yeah, watched a bunch of them. Uh, me and Jen also put off watching Shit's Creek for as long as possible until we were more or less forced to. We are now uh, first episode of season three, and I, I agree with you. It's very funny. It's, it's very dry humor, uh, witty, very intelligent humor. I think, mm -hmm. and um, I, I like how. The shows aren't always geared towards the obvious as far as like, you know, fish out of water story. Um, highly recommend. Very funny. Oh, it's, yeah, it's amazing. If people have not seen that show, give in and watch it because it's 
Someone said to someone's like, you got to get through the first season. And I watched the first season. And I was like, this is fucking great. No. If I, yeah. it, let's go. <laughs> Absolutely. So, yeah. That I did the same thing. Show is amazing. Um, but, yeah, that's pretty much what I've been geeking on on lately. Not a, ton, not a whole ton of stuff. Reading more. But other than that. Good for you, buddy. Yeah. You know read still? <laughs> spent a lot of time in the hospital over the past six weeks. So, yeah. I guess you could read. Yeah. <laughs> Touche. Yeah. Uh, I am there with you with Shit's Creek. I have three episodes left. I may finish them tonight after this podcast. So um, because now I'm like, I want to know. Like, I'm I'm like so close to the end. Like, I'm just like, I want to finish. I want to finish. I want to finish. And that's how it was with Entourage a month ago. Uh, same way where I was just like blazing through that. Um, and then... I forgot with Entourage, like the episodes don't feel like there's like 26 minutes or whatever, but like yep. I feel I blink and they're over. They're fast. Yeah, they yeah. go by very fast. Um, well, I played I played Miles Morales and beat that and it was very good. And now I never beat Horizon Zero Dawn. So that's what I'm playing. Um, I need to play Last of Us 2, especially since it won game of the year. I had started it. I loved it. And then I got my PS5 and I s- switched. So now um, I'll get back to that. And then just writing. I haven't read a bunch in a while, but just writing. So writing all the geeky things that I could possibly write. <laughs> That's about it. Cool. I discovered a new podcast, one that probably nobody else in this group would have any interest in. Uh it's uh, two actresses from the show The L Word. It's called The Pants Podcast. Who? What actresses? Casey's definitely. Leisha Haley. Leisha Haley <laughs> and uh, Catherine Mon. I can't say her last name. Okay. Uh, Jane. I have I have seen L-Word. that show when it aired. So long time ago. And then I so, didn't watch it like the revival thing that they did. I was gonna say they just they just released well didn't just but they released um, the L word Gen Q or Gen whatever. Yeah. So um, some of the original cast came back, which is cool. Um, and this is basically just two of the actresses. They're like we're stuck in quarantine, we're bored. Let's just talk. So a lot, a lot like this, but they obviously bring up stuff from the show and they have um, guests from the show that you haven't seen in a million seasons. Mind you, the show was on, I don't even, started Early in like 2004. Yeah, yeah so it hasn't been on in a while, but you know. I've, I've been taking in a lot of music too because I work from home now, so I have my headphones on all the time. So I've just been into like a shit ton of music. Uh, like that MGK new album. Been listening to that a lot. Like I that. To that a lot. Finding new artists. Like I never really knew who like Youngblood was and stuff like that. But yeah, just a lot of exploring since COVID has us all home. Well, that's good. Yeah. Nothing wrong with it. Well, this has been fun. Let's try it again. Not in six months. Before that. <laughs> As a group, as, a, as, a, as an entire group. Um, but I hope everyone has a good holiday, however that looks for you this year. And um, 
thanks for listening and 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 being a part of our geeking out crew christmas christmas edition uh so bob can you plug yourself bob even i would we, love to plug myself plug it plug it check me out at gutsy media podcast season two drops january 7th got a lot of great guests including some of y'all uh, a lot um. of great movies <laughs> some new some new featurettes um yeah check it out sweet and lauren i mean just lauren i know you're not promoting anything <laughs> i mean have a happy holiday guys and a happy new year and yeah hope you get all the consoles you want ever wanted and dreamed of <laughs> and dave but if it's a playstation 5 or an xbox good luck <laughs> yeah i hope everyone has a happy holiday and can find some relief from how shitty this year has been with the joys of the holiday season so and the joys of listening to this podcast so thanks again yeah. for the, for that and uh that's it okay bye